Welcome to Where I Long to Be, a magical trip report podcast. My name is Virginia, and I am your host. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to Danielle of AskTheMouse.com. It is your go-to resource for all things Disney, so make sure you go check it out today. If you are a frequent listener and you haven't rated or reviewed the podcast yet, what are you waiting for? It only takes a minute, and it really does help people to be able to find the show. All right, let's get right into it. Here's Danielle. Welcome to the podcast to Danielle from Ask the Mouse. How are you today? I'm doing so well. Thanks for having me, Virginia. I'm so excited to meet you. And I really am hoping that you can explain a little bit more about Ask the Mouse. I've I've clicked around on your site. Um, but what can you tell listeners about your site and how it might be useful for them? Yeah, so Ask the Mouse is mainly a travel resource hub for all things Disney, focusing on the parks throughout the world, Disney cruises, and then things beyond the parks. So if you visit askthemouse.com, there are several blogs like travel planning tips, um, my, you know, best day ever recommendations to, you know, have a great day at the parks. And then, of course, I have a presence on Instagram where I'm just showcasing my love for Disney through either items or just updates in my stories. I love it. And I, I also love the quizzes you have. And I know I've been to Disney a million times, but they're kind of fun to be like, what ride should I ride based on my yeah. type? Thank you. So. I'm excited that you like them. So I, I encourage everybody to head over to Ask the Mouse. You can get to that link just by typing it, but also, um, like she said, through her Instagram. So please go give Danielle a follow. And the reason we are talking here today is because you have a trip coming up. So before you get into all of the details of that, um, can you just share a little bit of like, how long have you been going to Disney and what do you love about it? Why do you keep coming back? Yeah. Um, thanks to my parents. I have a love for Disney. I was asking my mom about this some years ago. I think our my first trip was probably when I was around three years old. And it was um, funny because from a fashion perspective, I had like the the baby high waist jeans on and then now we're like back into the <laughs> high waist pants. So it's been a full circle thing. But yeah, I've been going ever since I was little and um, heard stories from them that at the time I would cling to them when the characters would come over. But now I just run to the characters. So mm-hmm just grew a love from the movies, just the the brand essence of Disney itself, how it's a family brand and you want to feel unique and special as we all are. Yeah. Mm, I love that. So where in the world are you coming to us from? Yeah. So I am located in Houston, Texas. Uh, okay. So we are in the South. <laughs> yes. I grew up in North Carolina. So uh, <laughs> I, I love, love the South in m- many ways, but other ways. <laughs> it can be a challenge. Yes. Um, Marin, who you might have heard on a previous episode, is also from Texas. And I can't remember where in Texas. I want to say Houston. So Ooh. I don't know. Keep your eyes open for her. Okay. Around the, the great state of Texas, which <laughs> is huge. <laughs> All right. So where are you headed this trip? So we are going to Walt Disney World. And for the first time ever, we're visiting a new hotel. So we're going to Saratoga Springs, which we've never visited before, but have heard so much about it. It's a large resort, so I'm kind of excited to see how, you know, it functions, how it's so close to 
Disney Springs and then being able to experience um, just staying somewhere or we're not we're not going to the boardwalk this time. That's where we usually like locate. That's our hub. So this will be fun okay. and different. All right. Well, what room category do you have there? And that's the interesting part. Like it's coming down to the final minute, literally before check-in, we'll all know if we're at the grandstand or the carousel. Mm -hmm. So we booked through one of the DVC rental programs. So Mm -hmm. I won't really know where exactly we'll be, um, but we have a studio. So Mm -hmm. hopefully looking forward to, you know, the kitchenette aspect, just like a nice mini apartment stay while at Disney. Do you know if it's a preferred studio or a deluxe studio? I think it's a preferred. Oh, okay. All right. I've only stayed at Saratoga Springs once, and we had a preferred studio. So we were in the building that was closest to Disney Springs, which was super nice because you can just walk over there and in five minutes, you know, longer if you get stopped by security, (laughs) be in the middle of Disney Springs. It is a little bit of a ways from the main building, though. So will you have a rental car or anything? Or I should ask, how are you getting to Disney World? Are you driving from Texas or are you flying? We will be flying. So it'll be a short two hour and 15 minute flight um, into Orlando. And we're actually going to be joined by my parents. So they're going to be coming in about an hour later, but we're planning on doing just like a group lift or a, um, an Uber together to Saratoga. Okay. So when you say we, it's yourself and my husband, your, your husband and my let's, mom let's, and my dad. Let's learn their names so that we can talk about them by name. So Danielle and oh, here's the confusing part. So it's Danielle and Danny. So we're both Danielle and Daniel. That's totally fine. Totally fine. That works <laughs> as long as I have two different ways to re- refer to you. Okay, and then mom and dad. We can just call mom and dad if you want. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So staying in a studio, a preferred studio, so that that will be exciting. I cannot remember where the other preferred section is. I think over close to the main building, which would make sense. I think you're right. It's I looked at the view of Saratoga Springs, and it's just massive. So I'm excited to explore the grounds, too. Yeah. It's a beautiful resort. D- does anybody in your family golf? Um, my husband does a little bit. Okay. Not an avid golfer, though. Oh, okay. All right. Because they have a big course there. So it's kind of nice. All right. And what are your trip dates? So we are going the 25th through the 30th. And my parents will have more of an abbreviated stay. So still joining us the beginning of the trip from the 25th and kind of ending around like the 28th. Okay. What made you decide these particular dates? Is this a typical time of year for you to go? Yes. So we did this for the first time last year and we loved it because we try to go when there are lower crowds than expected for rides. Mm -hmm. Um, So after the holidays, once school and work resumes a little bit after MLK Day holiday. So Mm -hmm. actually I have a co-worker who just came back last week. So I'm actually looking forward to hear his trip report. Like, did I time this? Okay. (laughs) Are you on the app looking at the wait times? all year long but yes I definitely (laughs) am now (laughs) oh my goodness yeah it's it's when you're in the app from so far away and you're like there's only a 13 minute wait for haunted mansion (laughs) that 
is me all day long. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's five minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to take five minutes plus two hours and 15 minutes for me to right. get there. Right. <laughs> all right. What kind of tickets do all of you have? Are any of you annual pass holders? Annual pass holder will be um, something we try to acquire for next year only because we have a Disneyland trip booked for later in the year, but we're going to do um, park hopping this time. Okay. And do you have park hoppers for each day of the trip? Every day except the first day. So we usually try to take it easy the first day, just check in, enjoy like Disney Springs, eat food. But we are actually going to go to Magic Kingdom that first day. So that will be the only non-park hopper day of the trip, just so we can keep the momentum going with my parents' abbreviated trip. Okay. All right. Yeah, I normally hit the ground running. And when I go in February, it's it's, I think it might be the first day unless except for counting trips where I've come in so late in the evening where it doesn't make sense to go to a park. When I come in February, it's going to be the first time where we get there early in the morning and we don't go to a park. Um, <laughs> so that's going to oh be goodness. strange. Yeah. yeah. It'll just be a little bit different. You can always use the time to go shopping too. You can never have enough that's time true. for shopping. What time do you land at MCO? So we land around nine o'clock in the morning. Okay. And then we'll have about an hour break or so, maybe hit up the Starbucks waiting for my parents to get in. Um, and then we'll all head out to Saratoga together. Do you know, are you all flying into the same terminal? That's a great question. Um, I, I'll have to follow up with you on that. I'll see <laughs> if we are. because We'll have to probably just meet in baggage claim if not. Well, but there's multiple baggage claims if they're in C and you're in A or B. true. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be challenging. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm going to check with my mom today. What airlines are you flying? So they're flying United and then we're flying Southwest. Okay. I think you'll both be in A or B. Okay. Because as far as I know, C, it's mostly JetBlue and international flights. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Anyway, I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be fine. Okay. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. (laughs) All right. Landing at 10, grabbing an Uber together. And to fit four people and luggage into an Uber, you're going to need to get an XL. Oh, yeah. So we will be getting a larger vehicle. In the past, we've done like happy limos. um, Mm -hmm. But I think we found last year... Even if we reserve the Uber in advance, it's mm-hmm. a lot easier. So I think we're just going to try that, see how it goes on the arrival, and maybe the departure is a different story. That's true. You can always change it up for the departure. Um, all right. So heading over to Saratoga Springs, getting to know the lay of the land, what is, what's going to be your first stop after you've gotten settled? So I don't think our check-in is until around 4 p.m., mm-hmm. but we'll probably, you know, leave the bags at the front, either walk around Disney Springs and head over to Earl of Sandwich. That's like our favorite place to stop for lunch. Mm. Um, and then we'll either take your break and then gear up for Magic Kingdom. But later that evening, we do have Topolino's Terrace books for dinner. So I'm excited about that. Have you been there for dinner before? Yes, it's it's one of my favorite fine dining restaurants at Walt Disney World. It's so good. It's so good. And I feel like because it has such a good character breakfast that a lot of people just go for that. I'm like, you got to go back for dinner. It is one of the best meals I've ever had at Disney. 
spectacular night views as well. Like you can mm-hmm. see Hollywood. It's just really great because it's on the terrace. And then the backstory behind it, you know, with Walt Disney and Lily and how they would just travel and then just mm-hmm. the charm of it all. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. Have you had their creme brulee? Oh, let's see. I feel like I haven't. I don't know if I'm like, okay, I finished this filet mignon. I'm full for so I don't do dessert, but should I get it, Virginia? I think you should. And and okay. let's be honest, creme brulee doesn't take up much space in your stomach. That's true. I'll make some room. I'll make some room. <laughs> Maybe one less roll or something. You can always split it. Nobody says you have to eat it by yourself. Although when we got our when we had our dinner there, um, which we went there in I think it was the Liberty weekend trip. Um, we were recommended the creme brulee by the server and the way he described it, I was like, this is going to be really good. So all three of us ordered our own and I'm glad we did because it's not huge. So, okay. Okay. I'll definitely give that a shot, but if you really think you don't have any room left, then yeah, certainly split it. But I think you would be fine even if you got it by yourself. Well, thanks for the tip. Earl of Sandwich Lunch, Topolino's Dinner. Where at Disney Springs do you like to hit up in terms of shopping? Oh, gosh. Um, Of course, all of the traditional Disney shops. What is it? Like World of Disney. Mm -hmm. Um, I have my Disney debit card that I'm always ready to use to get my perks with. But, you know, I think I'll probably try some of the non-Disney related stores this time. I know I've Mm -hmm. seen a few different shops um, promoting their jewelry and they'll have like Disney exclusives as mm-hmm. well. Um, I don't know if I'm ever pronouncing it correctly, but is it Uniqlo? It's like you and I think it's I... Uniqlo. That's the way oh my I gosh. always hear it. First day ever realizing <laughs> <laughs> I want to go in there. I've always seen it just from an online presence, but oh, okay. it's very cool looking and they have like yeah. affordable uh, seemingly prices and cute Disney gear. They so I'll do. probably hit it up. Yeah, we have a lot of Uniqlo's in New York City. So that's – I see them everywhere. Of course, we don't have the Disney-specific merch up here. But it is. it is. It's really affordable sort of basic pieces. And then mm-hmm. they at that particular location, they do have a wide selection of T-shirts and things. Um, and they're all really, really cute designs. The only thing – I wish they had that they don't is for the t-shirts. They don't really have like the the female cut shirts. They're all like the more kind of squarish that's I guess mm-hmm. a unisex cut. So um, if you go back and look at my birthday weekend photos on my Instagram, the shirt that I'm wearing to eat at the at Cinderella Castle mm-hmm. with it's a, a woman with like Mickey ears made out of like bubbles. Okay. That's that's from Uniqlo. Oh. So, yeah. And I think the shirts there, I want to say the t-shirts are maybe $15. They're really affordable. So definitely worth a look. But don't sleep on the other things in there, too, because I have my favorite park jacket that is like um, – I, I don't remember what it's called. It's like a UV jacket. It's very lightweight. It's kind of like mesh. Okay. But it's perfect because it comes in lots of colors. And it folds up really small to go in your bag. And then it's great when you go into a place that's air conditioned and suddenly you're freezing. You have a little something to put on your arms. But then also, because it's lightweight, 
it's weird. Like it, it will keep you warm if you need it to keep it warm, but because it's lightweight and has the UV protection, if it were like a super sunny day, you can put it on if you feel like your sunscreen is not doing its job. Ah, so I love I like those. Okay. Yeah. And I want to say they're like $30 and I oh, just really over good. the, yeah, over the past couple of years, I think I have maybe like four different colors now and I swap it out in my park bag, depending on what I'm wearing for the day. Okay, so. you're starting a trend. I might have to go find one. <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll send you the link so you know exactly what okay. I'm talking about. No pressure to get a matching jacket with me, but if you yes, have a jacket, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else that first day? You know, I have never ridden Tron Light Cycle Run, and mm-hmm. with us going to Magic Kingdom, I thought about it. But I'm the early bird person. Logs on to Genie mm-hmm. Plus, tries to get lightning lane passes so i don't think with me being in the air at 6 a.m it's gonna benefit me from doing that because i mm-hmm. can just imagine hey your virtual queue is now <laughs> ready to go and i'm like yeah. i'm still at the terminal so i'll probably just admire it from outside but hopefully getting on space mountain that is like one mm-hmm. of our favorites and just enjoying the park at night because but like once we're there without the travel day like mm-hmm. we start really early and sometimes we don't Mm-hmm. enjoy just the scenery of everything. So I'm looking forward to just taking it all in. So what's the timing of this first day? So you have the Earl of Sandwich lunch. What time is the Topolino's dinner? That I'll have to double check. I think it's around like six o'clock in the evening. Okay. So with check-in being around four, I think we might hit up the park a little later, either after dinner or see mm-hmm. if we want to squeeze in before. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was starting to wonder is like, when is this Magic Kingdom time happening? (laughs) But you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Maybe you'll make it just in time for Happily Ever After. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I always get so emotional with the shows and Disney pulls on your heartstrings. They really do. They really do. Sometimes I would say that's one of the top songs that I put on in the car if I'm driving by myself so that I can Mm -hmm. just belt at it volume without my family looking at me like I'm insane. Um, (laughs) All right. So Friday, January the 26th, which park are you going to on Friday? I mean, I know you'll be hopping, but where are you starting? I think we're going to start at Epcot. Okay. And it's Festival of the Arts. Are you a Festival of the Arts fan? I am. I, I mean, I love seeing our, all the artists' renditions of whether it's Star Wars or the classic Disney characters. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the food that comes with it. So yes. it's going to be really nice. I think it's that, well, so far, of the, all the festivals I've been to, it's my favorite food. Yeah, I like it better than food and wine. That is so interesting. Okay, there's some feedback for Disney. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think that when I went to food and wine this time, it was my first time being there for food and wine. I had only ever been to Festival of the Arts and um, and Flower and Garden because Flower my son, Garden. Yep. Yeah, my son is still in school. So all of our stuff is timed around when he's out of school. And so it just it's led to us not being able to go to food and wine because over the summer he's away at sleepaway camp for at least a month. Mm-hmm. Like totally gone. Um so I went and I I guess I was just expecting more from the food and the wine. <laughs> and and I just was like, no, no. 
Festival of the Arts is better. And then Flower and Garden's next. They just have, yeah. I guess, more stuff that appeals to me personally. And then with Festival of the Arts, the the nice thing is, is that not only is it delicious, it's beautiful to look at. It is. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I, I feel like I agree with you. I would rank it the same way, like Flower and Garden. It's like Epcot's flowers and their topiaries are just always gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But then it just looks a little bit more magical during that time. And Festival of the Arts just... Of course, Figment is kind of like the mascot of it at times mm-hmm. with his color. So it's just really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely seen some merch that I'm actually interested in this year, like some um, corksicle uh, water yeah. bottles. Um, move over, Stanley. Corksicle's coming for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, also there's a mug that I thought was super cute that has like colored pencils all around it and Figment oh. on it. It was really cute. I think my husband may shoot me if I buy any more Disney mugs as I drink out <laughs> of a Disney mug. She just and Oswald one, you guys. So. <laughs> Starting yeah. the morning classic. <laughs> it's, it's a real problem because I, I don't know. There's something – It my, my friend Nancy and I always talk about this. I'm like, what is it about drinking vessels? What is it? It's like everybody has their thing. Like for some people, it's shirts. Some people, it's hats. And I like all those things, but – if I walk up and there's a display of water bottles or sip cups or coffee mugs, I'm, my eyes get really big and I'm like, which one is coming home with me? Yes. And then there's limited space in the cabinet. So I don't know. I have to swap them out occasionally. But I have the same problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I can't narrow it down to a favorite. They, they're they all good. Although this Oswald one, I, the handle is very ergonomic, which I love. It feels Ooh. good for because it's like curved, but it it feels good from this side. It also feels good from the other side, and that's a big thing with me because if I see a mug and my hand doesn't feel good in it, then it, I rule it out no matter how cute it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see all the merch, like you said, see what yeah. they're promoting this festival. You know, I never asked your parents. Uh, are they like frequent Disney goers? at this point or will has it been a while since they've been there um i would say they're frequent in terms of like there's some type of disney trip every year so okay. i'll say that but um guardians of the galaxy um that is going to be a must do ride for mm-hmm. us again so we rode it last year but my mom has never ridden it so i'm going to be very excited to get her on there and i'm hoping we get the song i ran um that's going to be played during the ride for us like I'm just gonna go so crazy if I I ran you know I think it's just like the 80s vibe I mean it goes perfectly with Guardians of the Galaxy but it's like you're just flying through the roller coaster so the lyrics are blasting and it just is perfect Uh (laughs) (laughs) yes everyone has their ranking I ran is actually my bottom ranking I like all the other yeah I don't know why um for me when I I I guess it's just how your brain hears it but for me when I hear I ran it makes the ride feel slower oh okay that's a good observation though I don't know why. I, I feel like when I hear specifically one way or another, it probably feels the fastest. And it's like that driving beat. And mm-hmm. even though Iran has a beat, it feels like a little bit more laid back. And people would probably say that about everybody wants to rule the world. And I can totally yeah. Yeah. I can totally uh, respect that. 
I think I'm very biased against everybody wants to rule the world because it's our family, our song. I don't know. I can't remember if I said this on the podcast before. It's the very first song we played for Alex when he came home from the hospital because Charles was like, it starts out welcome to your life. There's no turning back. And he was like, I want that to be the first song he ever hears. And so now it's like our little family anthem. And the very first time we wrote Cosmic Rewind, that was the song we got. And we lost our minds. (laughs) That is Disney magic right there. (laughs) It is because we were sitting there going, please, let's get it. Please, please, please. And then it happened and like our arms flew up in the air. We were like, yes. Um, But I know that there are a number of people who don't really love getting that song just because it is like a little bit more laid back. And that's that's how I feel about Iran. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's such a good ride. I will take it no matter what song I get. Music or not. I know it's fantastic. I agree with you. So good. So good. I think it's what Space Mountain wants to be. (laughs) And I love Space Mountain. (laughs) All right. Um, Anything else at Epcot or are you planning to hop over to another park in the afternoon or really whenever you'd like to hop because there's no hopping restrictions till two o'clock anymore. Yeah, I know we have lunch at Tipanito and then dinner later again at Epcot at um, the Chefs of France. So if we do hop somewhere, it may be Hollywood Studios just with the ease of the Skyliner. Um but it's kind of up in the air. Maybe we take the um, bus and go all the way to Animal Kingdom. That feels a little far to go, but. <laughs> <laughs> that is us, though. We will just kind of do like wherever the wind takes us. Like if we're like, hey, the lines are kind of low right now for dinosaur. Let's just head over to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to get it in before it goes away, right? Yes, that's true. <laughs> My friend Maria, who has been on a previous episode, is at Disney right now, and she texted me a picture of my favorite Dr. Seeker, the the pre-show guy from Dinosaur. She sent me a picture of it, and it says, your boyfriend says hi. (laughs) I don't know. I just love him. so cute. Seeker is my boyfriend. The the dinosaur Muppet. (laughs) I know. No, there's just something so charming about him. And I think also... I can't help but compare him to the guy from the um, Flight of Passage. Like, in terms of pre-show scientists, he oh, totally gosh, outweighs yeah. Flight of Passage. <laughs> I agree. I've mentioned on a previous episode, I've started to not hate on the guy from Flight of Passage as much as I used to because I did hear an interview with him on somebody else's podcast where he explained that not only did they direct him to do the uhs, but there was something wrong with the audio when they recorded. And so they had to go back and he had to record and like match up his vocal to what his mouth was doing on the screen. And I'm like, that explains a lot of how awkward it feels. Okay. That definitely hits the nail on the hammer. (laughs) When I heard that, I was like, I have sympathy for you now. Okay. You're forgiven. <laughs> I appreciate this insight. Yeah, this is good because I hear giggles during like the um, video and I'm like, okay, do they really just not like him? Am I missing the joke here? But I get it. Yeah, there are some awkward pauses. I guess I'm the person. I'm like, I'm just ready to go. Like, let's get this. Mm-hmm. You're like, stop checking me for germs. I am ready to rise. Yes. 
<laughs> no more air sprays, please. I know. I know. That is kind of brilliant the, how they've set that up, though, that, you know, if there are delays with the ride, usually with getting people in and out of their seats and everything in the group before you, that's what they're doing is adding all of those things into the it's like secret scenes, I guess that, um, you know, kind of buy some time until it's your turn to go in. You just made me think of something which would probably never happen at Disney. But imagine like there's a delay in the previous ride. So you just get so much air. on you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just getting like sprayed so much for bugs. Like, no, you're still dirty here. <laughs> oh, my word. All right. So back over to Epcot for dinner at Chefs de France. Um, have you, I assume you've eaten there before, but, but have you? Yes, we did for the first time uh, last year during your trip. I mean, I've always admired it from the outside. Of mm-hmm. course, it's Paris and you just love mm-hmm. the look and feel of it. And it just gives you the charm of Ratatouille. But once inside, it's still the same charm. The food is mm-hmm. fantastic. And I'm a very beginner when it comes to the language of uh, the French language. So I did practice mm-hmm. a little bit with our server. But <laughs> Listen, I studied French in high school and I'm terrible at it. So it, it's, you know, it's okay. I, I think as long as you're making an effort, that's what matters. Yes. And they're so nice. They're never going to be like, that's not how you pronounce them. <laughs> Well, if if you like Chefs de France, I think maybe the next stop is trying to get into Monsieur Paul and see how how that is for you. Ah, yes. Yes, that's a good idea. I actually heard them do um, a review on that on the Main Street Dish podcast, and they Mm -hmm. were not fans of Monsieur Paul, but they had been before and it was good. And when I went back in the day, and it was excellent. So I'm really curious to see for myself exactly what has changed there because I just remember it being an amazing meal oh yeah hopefully it hasn't changed yeah for me at the time because I I think that was probably the fanciest restaurant I had ever been to at Disney for sure and Mm -hmm. I was like if I can't go to Victorian Alberts this is this is the next best thing yes all right um at Epcot, have you had the chance to see the new Luminous show yet? Or will this be potentially your first time if you're going to stay for that? So, yes, we did get the pleasure of seeing the show. Um, we had our new Magic Bands at the time. So we were able to get the the lighting experience, not only visually from the show, but from our Magic Bands. So it just made it extra magical, too. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. And I am holding off on spoilers. So I literally I haven't seen it. I haven't listened to any music from it. Nothing. That's how I am. When there's something new, I try not to watch any YouTube videos or mm-hmm. try to shy away from any pictures or reviews because I want to experience it for the first time whenever I do. I really burned myself with Rise of the Resistance because I was so excited. I watched videos and then I would not let Charles and Alex watch the videos. And so when we went and we wrote it for the first time, they were experiencing it as a first time thing. And I knew exactly what was coming because I'd watched it. So my enjoyment from from writing it for the first time really was more so about watching them discover things mm-hmm. and enjoy it. But I, I, if I could, if I could turn back time, I <laughs> would not have watched it on YouTube because I think it would have been so amazing to see that ride and really be surprised by everything. So since then, my policy is don't watch it until you can actually do it yourself because 
it's a good policy though i mean my mom did the same thing she watched rise videos i mean i think we did i don't know if it's considered rope drop if it's 4 a.m in the morning because it was the first year the rise was coming out and everyone was just lining up outside of hollywood studios just on our phones and she knew what was about to go down and i did not so i was like wow disney has really taken it up a notch and i was scared (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I am in the resistance <laughs> or I'm either about to be like shot mm-hmm. down by the first order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And the, the cast members get so into their roles, which is really cool. Yes. All right. Saturday, January the 27th. What park are you starting in for that day? I think we're actually going to start the stay at Animal Kingdom. I mean, Mm-hmm. It's always magical when you can start the day and see the animals or do Kilimanjaro Safari in the morning. So mm-hmm. we're going to start it at Animal Kingdom. Okay. And I haven't asked yet, but do you have any intentions of purchasing Genie Plus sporadically or for every park day? What are your plans? I will probably do it every park day. And mm-hmm. I have the family. So my husband and my parents, they're linked to my account. So I am the main one who's going to be waking up in the morning and booking mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm that person in my family. So someone has to do it. Yes. I, I understand the pain. <laughs> I'm imagining that you do it happily though, because you want to make sure that you get everything just, just right. Yes. And no, I feel like it is stressful at times because mm-hmm. with, I feel like every trip we've gone Um, these past years, there's always something new. So then Mm -hmm. there's that kind of apprehension, like, am I going to book it correctly? Am I joining the queue correctly? So I feel that I'll have that for Light Cycle Run with Tron. But Mm -hmm. I think with Animal Kingdom, I kind of have that one under my belt right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Also, there's there's limited things to do there. So in terms of like Genie Plus options, so right. I think it's it's possible to feel confident that you're going to get it all done. All right. Any dining reservations this day? Uh, we are going to Animal Kingdom Lodge and we are going to dine at Sanaa for lunch. Ooh, I love Sanaa. Have you been there before? We have. It's one of the family favorites. I mean, everyone... I mean, not just our family. Everyone always raves about the bread service. I mm-hmm. love the Nico Lossies from there and just the different curries. It's like, oh, my mouth is watering now <laughs> thinking about it. Well, you you have a limited number of days. In fact, today is January the 20th. In seven days, you will be eating this particular lunch. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. That's exactly so- right. When you head over there for lunch, do you anticipate going back to Animal Kingdom after lunch is over, or would you hop somewhere from your lunch? I think we will probably hop from lunch to Hollywood Studios, or maybe we'll just go back to the resort, take a break, and then resume at Hollywood um, a little later that day. But like you said, with Animal Kingdom, you can kind of maximize your day if you plan it well within like a mm-hmm. few hours or so. So I think that's what we're going to aim to do. Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom early in the morning, lunch, and then head out again. Okay. All right. Going back to Hollywood Studios, potentially for the afternoon or evening, what uh, we've already spoken about Rise of the Resistance, but what else are you looking forward to doing at Hollywood Studios? Oh, so my husband loves Hollywood Tower of Terror. 
Um, mm-hmm. So that will probably be accomplished at least once during the trip. But we're also big fans of Rock and Roller Coaster. Unfortunately, it's going to be under refurbishment when we go. So we'll just admire the big limo and the guitar mm-hmm. from afar. <laughs> guitar from afar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you should make shirts that say that. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I think we'll probably do uh, Fantasmic in the evening. I know oh, okay. it's just such a nostalgic thing for us. Um, my husband experienced it for the first time last year. So, of course, mm-hmm. as you're familiar with the opening song and everyone mm-hmm. is cheering, he was like, what is this? So <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing, like, if this trip he's going to start doing the dun 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 Yeah, I always have to do the, the little yes. Mickey arm motions, and that's mm-hmm. much to the embarrassment of Alex. <laughs> oh, it's Disney. Like, you're there for it, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about on the streets of New York. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's like, Mom, we're not there anymore. <laughs> no, listen, he's at the age where if I just like say any little thing, he's just like, Mom, jeez. <laughs> so apparently I'm very embarrassing. Whatever. My friends like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we like you, Virginia. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, Sunday, January the 28th. What park are you going to this day? I'm I'm imagining maybe Magic Kingdom. You got it right. Yep, we're going to go back to Magic Kingdom. That just has, it's a park of replay value in terms Mm -hmm. of rides. And one of the things that I would like my mom and dad to experience this time is the people movers, preferably at night so we can go through and see Space Mountain. Because I don't know why for the, it's like it hit me for the first time last year when we did it. I'm like, whoa. We are in Space Mountain, but on the people mover. So it sounds like they've never done it before? They have. I think it's probably just during the day. Mm. So it's just a little different at times where sometimes you get on the people mover to just take a load off. And then sometimes you go just to go around Tomorrowland. So I'm hoping we'll get, you know, new fresh eyes on the experience itself. Yeah. Uh Yeah. I mean, I know you love Happily Ever After, but if you can get on it during the fireworks too, that's also magical, like while everybody else is over there, just because, you know, you're riding past the castle and then the fireworks are going off and it's just gorgeous. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Going through Space Mountain every single time, I am sitting there trying to look and see the ride and it is so dark in there. I don't know if other people experience it this way or not, or whether it's just my eyes, but I'm like, I cannot see a thing in there. It's like somebody might as well blindfolded me. It's like you're blinking, but are my eyes open or closed? Yeah. You can't see anybody sitting next to you or anything. It is that dark. So anyway. It is eerie too, because then you'll just hear the screams. Yeah. Which I'm not convinced they're real. I I think that some are built in because I I know for a fact that on rides like Tower of Terror, when you hear people screaming when you're approaching the ride, you're not necessarily hearing them scream that it's a built-in sound. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe you're, you're hearing something. Maybe you're hearing some of them, but like, think about it. Like, they're so far away. There's no way that you're. He- and and I I know I heard right somewhere. Yeah. I can't remember where I heard it, but they do it so that as you approach the ride, 
it's like excitement building. So it's a recording. It's a recording. (laughs) Sorry to, you know, break the illusion for anybody who didn't know that. Illusion or not, I'm still scared every time I hear it. So that's why when I go through there, I'm like, are we really hearing people scream on Space Mountain? Or is there like a little recording of like, ah, 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 as you go through that one section? Yeah, okay. someone's like, okay. hmm, Virginia was right. <laughs> Maybe you should yell out something to them. Like, if it's you can so hear me, yell back. Yes. <laughs> when I say Mickey, you say mouse. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Please try that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, are you planning to do any hopping on this Magic Kingdom day, or do you think you'll you'll stick around the Magic Kingdom because there's so much to do? That's a good question. Um, if we do, because knowing me with Cosmic Rewind being such a favorite of mine, mm-hmm. I might try to do a virtual queue mm-hmm. and then we'll get on the monorail and head back to Epcot. <laughs> okay. All it right. depends on if my mom enjoys it the first time or not, because I wouldn't want her to, you know, experience something. She's like, no, Danielle, this is this is not the ride for me. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the nice thing about the park hopping time restriction going away is that you can try to do that midday drop and then make your decision on where you're going to go based on whether it works out or not. So Exactly. That's a good point. I'm so glad that that rule has, is going away because the 2 mm-hmm. p.m. restriction was – and you can get around it, but it was just a little challenging. It's like you yeah. spent the morning and the afternoon there and it's like, do I feel like going somewhere else or do I want to take a break and then go? Right. The other restriction I'm hoping that they will do away with eventually is that for people with annual passes, you have to tap into your first park because of we still have to make park reservations. And I have said it before and I'll say it again. I just want to be on the record for saying this, that that is so silly because the, the reservation system for annual pass holders should be just a general, are you coming on this day to any of the parks? Because if you're allowed to hop anyway and they're not going to restrict you from hopping, then they just need to know that you're coming. And right. the fact that you have to go tap into the first park. Now, I understand you can change your reservation, but why not just take that away? Take take that whole thing away and make it so that you just say, yes, I'm going to be there or no, I'm not. And then you go to whichever park you you want. Um, cause I was, I was reading on, maybe it was one of the Facebook annual pass holder groups. Somebody was complaining that they were going to be staying over at contemporary and they mm-hmm. had a park reservation for animal kingdom and they were trying, there was no availability to move the park reservation, at least not on the day they were trying. And so in order for them to go to magic kingdom, they needed to take a bus over to animal kingdom, tap in. And then come back, even though they were staying at the Contemporary. And they could have walked there in five minutes. <sighs> so it's things like that that I'm like, this is just a, an unnecessary hoop that they're making people jump through. And I just don't – I don't want to use the word fair because it's not about fair. It just seems silly. It just seems it's silly. It's less efficient. It takes the yeah. magic out of the trip, too, if you're almost, like, forced just to say, I'm here. when it's like – right. I think they know you're here. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, they do. <laughs> Whether you tap in or not, they're tracking you. I'm absolutely certain about that. Um, okay. So uh, anything else going on on Sunday, the 28th? Any dining reservations or anything special? 
Now, right now, I think we're just going to maybe dine at Disney Springs, just maybe do some a quick service meal. We'll see what happens. But we tried mm-hmm. to do a lot of the reservations at the front end of the trip, and we'll mm-hmm. just see what happens at the and end. See <laughs> if you have room at the end. <laughs> exactly. Maybe I'll be back at Topolino's for some after or um, after meal creme brulee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Or just go there for a cocktail. I mean. They have some amazing drinks there. So good. All right. Monday, January the 29th. What is the plan for that day? So funny you say this is looking at my notes. The 29th and the 30th right now are just blank. So. Oh, wait. And these are the days when mom and dad will not be there anymore, right? So So what time are they leaving on the 28th? I think their flight is going to be like early um, before afternoon morning flight. So they'll head out to MCO like probably before 12 o'clock okay all right so mom and dad leaving and then you and Danny Danielle and Danny um are playing it by ear it sounds like yes so we have been known to stay out late for like Magic Kingdom literally running from Space Mountain back to Big Thunder Mountain to just get as many rides as we can. So Mm -hmm. we might start going a little Disney crazy and just ride everything. Yeah. Like once mom and dad are gone. And so, I mean, it's harder to travel quickly in a group of four people. So once it's just the two of you, you're going to be just flying around. Okay. Chip and Dale. (laughs) Yes. Chip and Dale. Oh. Um, all right. So playing it by ear, anything, if you're playing it by ear for the rest of the the trip, is there anything else special that you want to note about, um, things that you have on your, your list that you, you know, you're going to need to check off, um, or anything like that? Yeah. Like knowing me, I'm the type of person, if I experience a new ride, so I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to be like this, but light cycle run, I would probably Mm want to get it in as many times as I can. So okay. that'll be probably the goal of the end of the trip, experiencing Cosmic Rewrite. Um, Expedition Everest happens to be one of our favorites as well. Just mm-hmm. getting the fan favorites in. Mm-hmm. But then, um, you know, as you are as well with Disney influencers, we have to get our content. So I'll probably mm-hmm. be doing a lot of things like that, like going around the festival, taking pictures, doing um, things just to have content for more blogs in the future. Okay. All right. Well, what time on Tuesday, the 30th, is your flight? Happily, it's not early in the morning, so we don't have to say our Disney goodbyes too soon. We'll be heading out from MCO around 3 p.m. Okay. On this last day, are you going into any parks? Um, So what we'll probably do is, similar to last year, we'll probably hang around Disney Springs. And we actually went to STK for lunch, and they have Hmm. a great lunch special. Um, I think it's like a six ounce filet mignon. It was like under Mm -hmm. 20 bucks. They're probably going to change the price now that I've said it, but it was really good. (laughs) I have never eaten at STK before. And I think partly because it's one of those that I think there's a location in New York City. And so I'm kind of like, oh, I could just go to that anytime. Like why, why waste my Disney time on something I could eat at here at home? But then exactly. I never go to it here at home either. So, <laughs> From what I ate, it was really good. I would go back if we have the opportunity. But I mean, what's a Disney trip without going to Gideon's Bakehouse? Mm-hmm. So we might try to do that as well. 
Do you? I have not even looked since I don't have a January trip in my plans. But have you looked to see what the special cookie of the month is for getting? I haven't. Now I'm going to do this as soon as I, um, you know, get off the call with you. I'm going to see what the cookie is. I wonder if it's like a butterscotch or something. I'm not even going to wait. I'm going to Google it right now. We're going to okay, find here out we go. here live on the spot. <laughs> Breaking news. Well, breaking news for the two of us, because I'm sure other people have been, have been aware of this. Um, let's see. There is something on the very front page that says, say hello to a new year. Maple walnut chocolate chip. Okay. That sounds delicious. I'll it get two good. and I'll have one for you, Virginia. Oh, please. Yes. Two pounds worth of cookie. <laughs> please. <laughs> that does sound good. I'm not I'm not sure that I've ever had a cookie, like a maple flavor in, in a cookie. So that's, I'm trying to imagine it. Yes. But cookie. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll see how it, how it blends with the walnut and the chocolate you said. Yeah. Maple walnut chocolate chip. And it looks, maybe that's what's dusted on top of it. Like it looks like the, the cookie is dusted in something. So I wonder if that I, – I don't know what I think this is. is maple dust? Is that a thing? <laughs> but it looks Yeah, good. Gideon's is fun. What's your favorite traditional Gideon's flavor? I think we tried a red velvet cake at the time, which was really good. But mm-hmm. my husband and I always love to just talk to um, – whether it's the owner if they happen to be there or just any of the shopkeepers to learn more about the story – Mm-hmm. And uh, my husband found out that many of the books that you see in Gideon's are um, actual books. And there's like a first edition Mark Twain in there. That oh, really? Like, hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going so to have to pay attention the for that. So behind the counter special treasures. Yeah. Yeah. My husband is like a real sucker for those sorts of things. He would be like really excited to look for that. So I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind. Yeah. I'm looking through the website now and I'm also seeing something I've never tried because I've tried all of these other traditional flavors before, but they have something on here called Gideon's Bites. And it says okay. when a, an entire cookie is just too much or you need to take your cookie adventures to the next level, we present to you the Gideon's Bite. These bites are quartered Gideon's cookies completely dipped in chocolate the extra chocolate gives bites a different flavor profile. They are not meant to be samples. They are a whole new experience. Mix and match with your East End pre-order or look for bite bags in the shops filled with mystery flavors. So it's like it's quarters. Like they mm-hmm. have it displayed as a whole cookie, but it sounds like you don't necessarily get four pieces. You get however many you want. But each one is completely coated in chocolate. And then like the Oreo one has like a little slice of Oreo kind of stuck in the chocolate. And then the pistachio one has a little pistachio and some sea salt on. It looks good, but I've never gotten that. That should probably be the next thing on my list. My personal getting list. I'll give that a shot. And I think they also had like some non-baked goods. Like I think they had candles when we were there. Oh, they do. Some other like really cool looking things. Yeah. I'm, I'm nervous to to buy the candle, even though I'm sure it smells delicious, because it probably makes your home smell like Gideon's, <laughs> and then you will just be constantly hungry for sweet things. <laughs> okay, so STK lunch, perhaps, Gideon's, perhaps, and heading over for a 3 p.m. flight. Do both of you have TSA pre-check? We do, and we're going to give clear a shot this time, too, see if that oh, helps, okay. so... 
we'll see how that goes. When you are doing clear, that's something that you've already signed up for? Yes. So we signed up for it, but we haven't gone to the airport to actually verify we are who we are. So we'll do that as we go to Orlando. And then hopefully the flight back home to Houston is like, yeah, you're still you. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I will be interested to hear how that goes because I have never really looked into getting clear. And I'm curious if it would be a benefit to me as somebody who has pre-check. So you're going to be the test case for me. I'm yes. going to hear <laughs> how that goes and perhaps make a decision on whether I want to pursue it further. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this sounds like a, a really fun little trip with your mom and dad for part of it. And then just the two of you getting to kind of run amok all over, <laughs> amok, 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 um, all over Disney World together. Um, anything else you want to note before we before we say goodbye? Yeah, I just would say like part of the magic of a Disney trip is not only being there, but for us, just like the anticipation, the excitement of going before. So we've mm-hmm. just been loaded up on watching like the Imagineering show or behind the attraction on Disney Plus. So we're going to be like, having your eyes set on on these like little Easter eggs in the ride. So mm-hmm. we're very excited to just see the rides almost in a new set of eyes, just because hearing the story makes it that much mm-hmm. more like emotional. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I would encourage anybody who has not watched the behind the attraction on Disney plus go check that out because it is especially if you if you love Disney and you really love learning stuff about history it is it's just so fascinating to watch and it does give you kind of a closer a, a feeling of closer connection to the ride because you know its backstory yes so yeah and i understand the anticipation part sometimes i it's not that I don't want to go on the trip. I want to go on the trip, but I know that once I'm on the trip, like it's going to end eventually. Right. It's like, we're nearly to the end because you spend months feeling like you're anticipating it and all of this excitement around it. And then it actually happens. And the only cure for that is to have another trip planned. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask you right now, before you've even gone on this trip, do you have an anticipation of when you might go next? Or not? Yes, I do. Um, And it's kind of like a rule of the trip. I can't talk about this trip on the trip. But we are actually (laughs) going to Burbank later in August on a Disney Studios tour. And then we're going to pair that with Disneyland. Oh, that's so much fun. Okay. So the Disney Studios tour, that's actually the studios where they do their work, right? Yes. So we got that through um, the movie insiders. So that's going to be fun that we could, you know, redeem it with, you know, eight of our closest family members and friends. I don't know what movie insiders is. Can you describe what it is? Movie insiders has been around for some years now, but anytime guests go to the movie theaters or let's say you purchase a Disney DVD, there's Mm -hmm. usually a code inside of the DVDs and Mm -hmm. you can redeem that code for points. Same as if you go and to the movie theater, maybe you just watch Wish. Uh Um, Movie tickets can be redeemed on their app for Mm -hmm. points. And the points accumulate pretty quickly and you can get free gifts. So whether it's one of the nice Disney table cover books or saving up for years like I did, and then you can redeem for like a studios tour. 
Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know how I've missed this. Do you have like a referral code or anything? No referral codes are needed, but on Ask the Mouse, there is a blog about it. I mean, it's free, easy for okay. anyone to just get started on it. Simply um, downloading the app and then just start redeeming the codes you have. There are also okay. like fun trivia opportunities so you can get points, even if you don't have like a movie that you just saw and you just want to gain points through the trivia. Okay. All right. I'm going to look into that. That sounds like something that would be right up my alley because I've probably been potentially earning points all these years and just not yes. doing anything with them. I wonder how far back you can go for putting in movie you tickets. Know, you you can. Um, I think there might be a date limit for some of the in-theaters, but if you have DVDs, then you uh -huh. can redeem them if they haven't been uh, redeemed already. Oh, gosh. I if it, if it came inside the DVD case, I'm not sure it's still there because most of the <laughs> Disney DVDs I have are from when Alex was very little. And so they are well loved. Oh. They have been in and out of those those packages so many times. Um, all right. I'm going to check that out. Well, that sounds exciting. So that's going to help get you through. All right. And then for Disney World, do you have any sense of when the next time? Will it be this time next year? Probably, if not um, in January, sometime early on. I know that we want to go with my sister and her husband and my sister-in-law as well. So we're going to probably plan a more extended family trip. Okay. All right. That'll be fun. Well, Danielle, I cannot wait to hear all about this trip. So I wish you safe travels and uh, we will talk when you get back. Thanks, Virginia. Thank you, Danielle, for sharing all of your plans with me and for sharing your love of Disney. Again, I encourage everyone to go check out AskTheMouse.com. Danielle's post-trip report is live and up next, so make sure you give that a listen. And until next time, keep daydreaming about where you long to be. Oh, 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 oh